Hello and welcome to another episode of Anygames Talent Talk, a show where I sit down and talk to various people from the anime and video games industry to learn a bit more about them, the projects they've been involved in, and the characters they've brought to life. In today's episode, I'm talking to Bryce Pappenbrook, who you might have heard as Kirito from Sword Art Online, Eren Jaeger from Attack on Titan, Meliodas in Seven Deadly Sins, and Makoto Naegi in the Danganronpa series. We discuss how he got into voice acting, how he's landed so many leading roles in various anime, differences between dubbing for home releases and simuldubs, the hardest things he's had to do in the booth, and also being the co-founder of the Unlocked app. As with the previous episode, this one was also recorded live on location at Supernova Sydney 2019, so I do apologise for the background noise. But without any further ado, let's jump into the episode. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, so I often ask this a lot of time, uh, to a lot of other voice actors, and you probably got the question like thousands of times before. But how did you personally get into voice acting? How so, did you get a break? yeah, I, um, I, I actually grew up in a family of actors. Uh, my dad was working on a show called Power Rangers. Um, yeah, a little known show, and um, he played uh, Rito Revolto, the skeleton dude in the show, and. Uh, I used to go uh, into the studio, I, I used to love watching him work, and uh, I was about eight, and they needed a kid's voice, and my dad said, he's a kid, throw him in the booth! <laughs> and I uh, got thrown in there and became a voice actor. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, uh, you got the experience kind of behind the scenes, and then got to, to go into it to, with a bit more experience in the leg up. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so. When it comes to your voice acting, uh, it, most voice actors are pretty lucky in their time if they get to voice the lead in a show. You've yeah. been pretty, pretty lucky in, in your time, especially yeah. since like 2012 to, to currently. You're, yeah. in, you're almost the lead in most of the currently simulcasting things. So what, what's it like being uh, so busy, uh, I would say? You know, like you're Kirito, you've got... Uh, uh, so, uh, Sword Art Online, uh, Kirito, yep. uh, the lead in Attack on Titan. Aaron Yeager, Around yes. Time, you're also doing Danganronpa, which is a favorite mm-hmm. of mine as well. Awesome. So, Nagi um, and Nagito. Exactly. I'm the only actor that's in every iteration of Danganronpa. You're also in the games? All the games, yep. yep. And and the anime. So, so. Uh, What was it like getting those roles? Was it uh, Did you have to audition and you were just lucked out? Or was it one of the cases of the, the director kind of contacting you or thinking you were perfect for the role? No, I, I feel like I've won the anime lottery. Uh, uh, all of the roles I've auditioned for and for different casting directors um, and I, I guess you know there's there's this aspect to my voice that just works very well with that kind of character I think it's because my voice hasn't changed since middle school like that's it's probably what what, what does it um, eternally the young hero and I'm not complaining I mean it's just been so much fun and to be part of uh, so many great franchises that just keep continuing on and on, um, it's, it's been great. It's been really amazing. I feel extremely fortunate for uh, my sort of lot in the voice acting world. So you've been uh, a voice actor for quite a few years now. You've been, uh, you've had the experience in the traditional kind of DVD dubbing, and can you compare that to, to what it's like being uh, the simulcast that you're involved with as well? So yeah. what the differences are in the, the process of those dubbing? Yeah, it's uh, simul dubs are really stressful. Um, it's one episode per week. It has to be written extremely quickly. Has to be recorded on time. Versus, you know, when you're recording for a DVD, you go in and record as a batch. So you'll you'll go in for an extended number of hours and record four or five episodes, depending on how many have been you know set in that batch. Um, but it's just kind of stressful. So, for example, to come out here to Australia, I had to record kind of ahead of everyone else um, in in an episode, and then I'll be the very last one in 
on the next episode. Um, it'll literally go straight to Mixon right out, and they just barely made it work for me to continue and and, and come out here. Yeah, and if it did, if the timing didn't work, they would have had to put another actor in, which is like a nightmare, you know, to, to give up my role. Um, so I'm I'm really happy that the timing worked out, but it's stressful. You can't get sick. You uh, you have to record at a certain pace and. Um, Recording on Attack on Titan is not an easy thing. I mean, Aaron goes through some really emotional moments, um, some things that are, you know, a lot of a lot of blends of emotions that are very hard to get to in the booth. Um, so it's it's difficult to to do that. Yeah. So if in the off chance it's a lot of pressure on you, if you did happen to get sick and they replaced you, do you often come back to do the dubbing for the the uh, home release? Yeah. Actually, that that happened uh, to uh, a friend of mine, uh, Robbie Damon. He got so sick that his doctor said he couldn't speak for a month, um, and he was the lead of Tales of Zestria, and they actually reached out to me to come in and replace him for the simul dub, and then he came and dubbed back over what I did for the DVD. But I, I had to get tagged in because he just could not talk. Um, so it's, it's very, you know, it's a lot of pressure versus the DVD, you wouldn't have that kind of pressure. That's right. So I know it's, it's sometimes like picking your favorite child, but do you have a, a favorite or at least a, a top couple of favorite uh, roles that you've had in your whole stint as a voice actor? I mean, they really do become like your kids, and a lot of my kids are angry and scream a lot, so I don't want to make them mad. Um, they live inside my head, so um, now it's it's really hard to pick. I, I always answer that question with just like everything on my Wikipedia. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're also very busy while well, you're voice acting, but you're very busy separately because you're also the co-founder of a platform called Unlocked. I am. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how that venture came to be? Or Absolutely. So yeah. So Unlocked is a uh, mobile app that is our digital iteration of a anime or comic convention. And we started the company, I say we, my, my co-founder David Vincent and I, we both go to these conventions and they're truly inspiring. As a voice actor, we're in a box by ourselves and we pour our hearts and souls into the microphone and all we get is the director hitting a button and saying, yeah, that was great, moving on. There's no laugh, there's no applause and, and going to a convention for a voice actor especially is like their applause. Um, so it's, it's really inspiring and we'd go to these cons and then just get lit up on social media with things like, I didn't get to ask my question at your panel or I missed your autographs or when are you coming to my city, insert some city somewhere in the world here. And we didn't have a good solution to reach those people and connect with those people and that's why we started Unlocked. And I'm really excited that Unlocked now on iOS and Android. Um, just recently we've rolled out a new feature that is so, so cool. It's a way to sign an autograph exactly how it happens at a convention for anyone anywhere in the world. And for the actor, it's the, the most exciting experience is having a conversation with the person coming up to get my autograph and being able to, to talk to them and share stories with them and, and interact with them. And Unlocked gives that opportunity to people who can't make it to the convention or who meet co-stars but never get to interact with me. Um, so it's, it's an incredible uh, uh, opportunity to open the world up to new people, new fans, and fans that weren't able to connect with their favorite actors. Um, so it's, it's very exciting.
so almost wrapping up, but you uh, mentioned that Aaron goes through quite a bit of a, almost a strain on you. What's the hardest character you've ever had to, or the hardest thing you've had to do in a booth to pull off either an effect or a, a scene? Um, I mean, in Attack on Titan, Aaron bites his hand. Uh, I bit my hand so hard I left a bruise. Uh, Rin Okumura, during one of the scenes, this monster is kind of crushing his throat, so I choked myself a little bit, but it sounds fantastic. Um, uh, actually, just last week, I recorded the last episode of the uh, newest season of Sword Art Online, of the first half of the season, and I could barely speak after because it was so emotionally draining and physically draining to go through that battle and that experience with him. Um, it was a really difficult session, but I'm so incredibly proud of what we were able to get, and I cannot wait for people to see it. Um, Alicization has really, really been an awesome arc of the show, and I can't wait for people to see it. So from when you record it, how, how, is, how long is it until you see the, the final product? It, you know, it depends on the show. For Attack on Titan, it's really quick. Alicization, now it's just a few weeks. Um, in the States, it's coming out on Cartoon Network um, only a few weeks after we record. Um, and sometimes it's a lot longer. Like for Seven Deadly Sins, we had everything in the can, and then Netflix held it for a little while, and then just released it all. And by the end of the next day, people are already writing me saying, when is the next season? So. It's interesting to get all these different types of releases. Yeah, yeah I'm to other artists from Funimation as well. Sometimes they say it's over a year uh, if they're doing a home release set until they're allowed to talk about it and yeah. tell people that they're in it. NDAs are tricky. Um, they really are. Uh, so, wrapping up, uh, where can fans follow you online or picture unlocked or Twitter? Yeah, absolutely. So, what should they be looking forward to? What are you in? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bryce Pappenbrook, on Facebook at actor Bryce Pappenbrook. And <laughs> on Unlocked on iOS or Android uh, at Bryce Pappenbrook. Um, and I've been talking a lot, lots of season threes, lots of things kind of coming out, and lots of new projects. Um, so check me out on social and can't wait for you guys to see this, uh, this work. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for yeah. your time. Appreciate Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Talent Talk. Look forward to next week's episode where I'll be sitting down and talking to another voice actor from the anime industry and picking their brain. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing on YouTube or on your podcasting platform of choice so you never miss an episode. And feel free to communicate with me on Twitter at anigame underscore au. That's A-N-I-G-A-M-E underscore A-U. And let me know who you'd love to see on the show. This has been Joel from Anigame, and I'll catch you in the next episode.